Hi, everyone. So, um, as those of you who listen to my podcast know, I'm extremely sick. I am not improving at the rate that I should be improving. Um, but uh, this is one of only three times, I believe, that I'm making a, a podcast based off of a quote-unquote debate on Twitter. And the issue is over the definition of science. And part of the thing is, and I'm not going to insult or name the person on Twitter. So if you're listening, guy from Twitter, I'm not going to insult you. Uh, What I'm going to say next is not an insult towards you. It's reality that I've experienced. So, um, for those of you who know me, Cumulatively, 15 years of my life were spent as an archaeologist and anthropologist. And those sciences require numerous other sciences in order to uh, function, period. And one problem that I've had in my entire life, and it's a problem within archaeological study are people who believe that philosophy and theology and those types of um, quote-unquote metaphysical is what a word used for me which I don't believe is a correct word to use it's it's used targeted in the discussion towards me, which I don't believe is the correct word to use, but uh, they are sciences of the mind, which is technically not metaphysical. Metaphysical has nothing to do with sciences of the mind. And people who go into what they like to call hard science, which is a bullshit term, things like mathematics or computer sciences, there are quite a few people who go into those realms mocking all other forms of study. And then they say, why don't we get any respect? You know, this is the, this is what makes the world go round. Blah, 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 blah. Um, One such person who's incredibly famous is Neil deGrasse Tyson. And all of you know how I feel about him. A man who steals papers from his students, claims credit, and then makes a lot of ignorant comments while pretending to be a philosopher, while simultaneously insulting philosophy. Um, I could have an entire podcast on that prick. But, uh... The problem is, human behaviors not judged by mathematics or logic. Human behavior is judged by what humanity believes is an answer to questions that they ask every fucking day. 
religion at its core is the source of all science. It's an attempt to observe and explain. Now obviously, religion isn't very scientific. But without religion, asking questions and saying, oh, well, and then trying to answer them by saying, oh, the gods did this. Oh, the gods do that. Okay, well, how do we please the gods? Okay, why do the gods make decisions? In a lot of myths, and which are actually religions, I mean, uh, the quote-unquote Greek myths, um, and they weren't myths, they were religions. They worshipped the gods. Well, they worshipped the gods in ways they believed the gods would respond, and while asking questions of why do the gods think certain ways. And if the gods created this, why does this react this way? Why does this do this in response to that? That's the core origin of science. And from religion, which is often called theology, uh, which more or less incorrect. Um, and I'll explain in a minute. From that came philosophy. And philosophy was the second attempt for man to define how the world works. You know, Socrates didn't just say, oh, well, lofty ideals, this, this, this. He also tried to, he and other philosophers, literally tried to work out concepts of math and um, and how things responded to other things like gravity or even displacement of mass versus volume. Uh, the Another example, the Mayan calendar is all based off of astrology and religion and it's the most accurate calendar ever created um, by man or well I mean up until uh, the most recent more scientific uh, evaluations of the Earth's orbit around the Sun but it was all guided by religion because it was man's first attempt to explain the natural world now I mentioned why theology is off, you know, religion is often called theology. Because when you go into theological studies, you'll typically study religion. Real theological study is not the practice of religion. Real theological study is examining how certain things were written, why they were written, and the events that were discussed in religious uh, works or in the worship of religion. And that is explicitly science. If you know why a religion was created, why people thought certain things, or the events that were described in like a poetic manner, you can actually break down what happened when, where, why humans congregated at the spot, and you know, among other things. And that's what theological studies 
really are? Or uh, why did certain edits, why were certain edits made in certain religious texts? That's theology, that's the study of religion, the evolution of religion, and what religion means. It's also why theology has an ology at, uh, suffix. Ology means the study of. So, give you an example. Why is uh, the uh, Martin Lutheran, uh, you know, the Lutheran Bible, or the Protestant Bible, different than uh, the K King James or the Hebrew Bible? Well, let's see. A Protestant Bible typically dates, you know, dates to Martin Luther. Who was Martin Luther? Well, he was someone that was promoting some aspects of thought and, and aspects of religious worship that the church absolutely refused to accept, such as the idea that people have a direct connection to God and that God, uh, you don't need a priest to go directly through God. Now, why was he preaching this? Uh, why did he? Why did the church have a problem with it? Well, that's because a lot of monks, a lot of priests, were taking uh, favors. Uh, you know, grant they are taking money and granting favors. Well, what does that equate to? That equates to a huge money surplus. So Martin Luther, Luther uh, went Protestant against the church's practice saying, you're violating what I believe to be the proper way to worship. This is all theological study, and it all works into historical study. It tells you how people behaved, why there was a revolution, the guiding principles behind the people that made those decisions. That is science, because you're dealing in facts, and you're dealing in facts that deal with the, that you can only understand if you're studying the religious effects and the dictates between both, you know, uh, Pope and uh, public versus access to what people wish to believe and how they understand the world and the universe. That's a study of theology, and it bleeds into so many other studies. It bleeds into historical. It bleeds into social understanding. Same thing with philosophical studies. What is the study of philosophy other than man's relationship to the world and man's relationship to other people? How do people behave? And that leads to uh, attempts to understand the human condition and the social condition. See, a lot of people think, oh, philosophy, you just begin and end at Nietzsche and Kant and, and, uh, and that's it. Uh, they tell you about, oh, nothingness is nothingness and poetic bullshit all over the fucking place. Except it's more detailed than that. And it's more involved than that. People who go deep into philosophy start understanding the psychology of human behavior. And the psychology of human behavior leads to hard sciences uh, and scientific findings, such as the effects of sexual abuse on people, the effects on 
whether or not a person is going to stay in a certain area to live their life or if they're going to move. Is it because of philosophical differences that lead to mass executions? The study of philosophy is the study of man's behavior. And there are real hard facts and hard results and hard findings that you get out of that. So when somebody who deals in math, computer sciences, or like medical sciences, say, that's not a hard science, it's usually because they took one fucking semester, got their credit, and then left because they don't give a fuck. And then they spend the rest of their life insulting it. Or Neil deGrasse Tyson. He spends his entire time creating his own philosophy while insulting everything else in the fucking world. Now, to put you into a position where you understand what archaeology and anthropology are. Archaeology is the uncovering of uh, artifacts or the study of certain things left behind. Anthropology, two kinds. Biological anthropology and social anthropology. They're usually grouped under one heading because they often involve each other in a very intricate way. In anthropology, you have to know why people made decisions, why people moved from one place to another. And in doing that, you have to understand their religious beliefs, the study of theology. Those are hard facts that you can't ignore, such as why did they build this rock formation this way? This rock formation is a solstice formation. That is why they lived in this area, even though logic would dictate they should not live in this area because there are far more fruitful uh, uh, you know, hunting and, uh, resources uh, in this other area. But apparently, they lived here. Well, why did they live here? Well, their philosophy was never to give up uh, on this, this, or this, right? And their theology was uh, their God will uh, bless them if they do this, this, and this. And if they stay there to mark the days, special days where the buffalo goddess comes out of the ground or when the, uh, the, crow god, the god of the crows uh, will guide them to fresh meat or, or uh, a kill site, right? This is the problem with all, this is also the problem with a lot of university dicks in archaeology and anthropology. I can't tell you much about what my dad is doing right now. Um, he, he runs uh, essentially what uh, the BLM considers to be the number one uh, archaeological firm in our area. And by area, as I said before, covers three states. My dad, even though he had the diagrams, perfect map out, perfect photos of an area which was a solstice, a religious worship area for a solstice calendar of rocks, 
this one fucking dick at CU insisted there wasn't enough proof. It's not hard science. Why would anybody build rocks out there? Well, it was a perfect place for the sun to meet e evenly spaced rocks at the, at the same elevation. So evenly crafted rocks, essentially. Uh, symmetrical. Which had a wide vision of the, of the area, you know, the valley, at those times of years. You know, it wasn't built on, uh, you know, movable dirt or anything. It was, it, was, it was built on in an area where it would last for centuries. And it did. And it was because of religious worship. Dad had to sit there <laughs> during the solstice, wait, you know, wait an entire fucking year to make sure he got pictures at the right time to prove that this dickhole in CU was mouthing off in places where he shouldn't mouth off because he spent all of his fucking life behind a desk teaching people what he imagined without actually being out in the field. Further theological study and facts uh, involved the, uh, why they worshipped the sun in the way they did. Finding, uh, you know, bird woman uh, or shaman, uh, you know, depictions. I believe it was the, the bird woman. Um, why the shaman was a woman, uh, which was further study of theology. Why the shaman uh, was important to the rest of the tribe that's when you start getting into philosophy. What she taught and brought to the tribe, what she examined from nature to guide their principles, while she handled the religious duties of dealing with the gods. That's theology and philosophy. And all of those dictated behavior. Where they grouped, where they ate, where they were they uh, you know hunted and killed even though it was not the most prosperous area in the land and then they moved away and then you track where they move by further examples of their theology or not theology but their religious worship so it's further study of of their religion which is a study of theology. And then you find uh, examples of trade, which also is bound into their philosophy, their philosophy of whether or not they are more into uh, fighting, uh, conquering, uh, open trade, or whatever, which is based off of other ways that they live their life. That's how they are sciences. That's how the sciences work together. Those are hard facts. Those aren't soft facts. Like so many people, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, try to perpetuate. Or dumb fucks who sit in their cozy little 
offices. So, well, I'm not convinced. Sorry. That that image could be anything. You can't tell what it is here or here. Fifty other images just like it. Bird woman, clearly a woman, identified as a woman, when compared against male figures. And in some instances, the male and female were right together. And you could see the differences in how the female was constructed, which is part of their religious and philosophical uh, ideas and in, in, in how to present their life and their history in terms of rock art. 50 other fucking in images. I don't think the asshole ever admitted that he was wrong. <laughs> but I know that it was logged in as official report and recognized as being true while this stupid little prick just rah, 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 rah. I, I, I'm, I'm going back here and examining this and, and you can't connect two different sides to each other and you can't do this and you can't do that. The guy's a fucking asshole. And there are a lot of fucking assholes out there like that. And it's because they don't understand how multiple anything can connect to each other. And right now I can't, I can't go into details because they're protected sites. You know, a lot of these things, I mean, almost all of these sites are protected. But uh, my dad is currently dealing with the uh, Athabascans um, proving the number of sites too that he's found and a couple other archaeologists have found and they, they've made this connection that the Athabascans were moving and trading in areas where official textbooks and fat tenured professors that know jack shit about archaeology don't recognize it well no the Athabascans were never over here dude this is an Athabascan site this is their type of, of point. This is their type of moccasin. This is their type. I'm sorry, I moved my phone away. This is their type of point. This is their type of moccasin. This is their type of rock art. This is their type of philosophy in how to deal with other tribes. This is part of their theology in what they worship, or religion in what they worship. This is a present-day, ongoing thing. And you know, the funny thing is, a lot of these pissants, who, these tenured professors who are pissants, a lot of these little pissants out there, they make statements based more on editorializing of history to try and please certain tribes or certain people of influence, uh, such as their own kind when writing papers for journals instead of actually writing real studies and real reports than they are in actually doing the research or connecting more than one science to one. So, you know what? Going back to that uh, solstice calendar, one of the things that dumb motherfucker actually said in his comments was, math doesn't prove where the sun is. This dumb motherfucker actually did not believe in using math. Which was really fucking amazing. This guy used math in, in any number of his comments and reports. But when it came to proving something he didn't want to 
believe in. Oh, math doesn't exist. Which is typical with people who like to defy things like theological or philosophical dis uh, um, discoveries or, or, or facts. Let's say this is how they moved. This is what they ate. This is a philosophy on their diet. This is their philosophy on hunting. Uh, you know, and, and there are different philosophies on hunting with, the, with tribes. There were a lot of tribes that corralled and basically, uh, they were basically like cattle barons. They corralled bison and buffalo, whatever you want to call them, in order to kill them and maybe not necessarily breed them, although there is suggestion that some, some tribes did try breeding and acting more like uh, you know, modern cattle barons than other people like to admit. Uh, in order to be uh, killed at different times uh, to prolong the meat. And then there were others that had the philosophy of fuck it all, we're going to do mass killings by running everything off the cliff. And then it's a race to uh, you know, to completely gut and cut up the meat and all the women and children would go in there and uh, then when the men were done killing them they would go down in there and they would have to work quickly so that the bugs and other other things didn't get involved and uh, entire you know people talk about the white man's effect on the bison a lot of native tribes wiped out entire herds in one day you know, like two or three herds wiped out and a herd of buffalo slash bison I mean we're talking several hundred huge huge herds and sometimes they were gathering events all right gathering events of multiple tribes working together to wipe out thousands of buffalo in just like three hours, thousands. And uh, why would they do that? Why would they do that on certain dates? Well, they did it on certain dates because of their religion. And that's a study of, you know, when, you, when you're talking about why would they do this? What would they do this? You know, what is the importance of them doing it? That's theology. And their philosophy was really not we only take what we need from the land and keep everything replenished circle of life like, like very few tribes were like that a lot of tribes have the philosophy of me first fuck the animals afterwards and then there were tribes that focused on bunny herding and bunny slaughter and uh, uh, recently my dad actually proved that one panel uh, was entirely devoted to the worship of the bunny spirit and it depicted mass killing of entire fields of rabbits in order to feed the tribe. And uh, this is a panel that had been gone, I mean, that had been undiagnosed or unexamined by stupid ass, dumb ass, 
university pieces of trash. Tenure professors who've been there for 30 or 40 years sitting in their rah, 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 offices and, and they know everything because they've been around for a long time, but they've never been on a dig and never examined anything up close, right? Except for maybe a year when they were doing their, their graduate study, right? So uh, this buddy panel ended the gap of what did this tribe eat? And the panel that depicted the gods and all this other stuff, you know, and the spirits of the land and whatnot, it made total sense. You know, dad looked at us and said, God, this is a, f I mean, he's put on it by the BLM, uh, Bureau of Land Management, if you don't know what that is, not Black Lives Matters. So anyway, um, basically, long story short, I went on a little long, wound up getting cut off by a phone call. Long story short is the university professor tenured. I'm, I, I know what I'm doing. This, those aren't bunnies. This is, this is, blah, blah, blah. Came out of it looking like a fool. Right. Report was submitted. BLM looked at it and said, well, that's pretty cool. Or the archaeologist said, oh, well, you know, that actually explains a lot. And since then, this is just within the last couple of years, other potential bunny panels have been discovered and, you know, the, uh, uh, the skin and the fur used to make clothing um, properly identified with, you know, whatever uh, tribes were moving through there. And uh, it, it, th this panel that had been ignored for a couple decades, which is sadly a common issue, uh, especially with a lot of the brand new archaeologists and anthropologists coming out of these universities run by these professors that have their heads shoved up their fucking assholes. Um, a lot of these younger kids, they don't know shit because they're taught incorrect crap by people who don't believe that theology and philosophy are actual sciences to be applied to understanding the movement and behavior of uh, humanity throughout the ages. And which is really funny because a lot of the professors, uh, you know, when dad was going to school, you know, we're talking 70s, they, they knew all this shit because this shit was part of the understanding and study of human behavior. Well, bunny panel examined, obviously, report circulated. Uh, anybody with half a brain, you know, the vast majority of people have worked with the BLM, vast majority, you know, I mean, you know, um, I'm not even sure if one of the tribes got in on it and said, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's part of the, uh, you know, our practices. I know it was with some other panel that dad was dealing with. But, uh, and yeah, the tribes often work with BLM and reports and, you know, that come out of there. And, you know, we're talking about cultural studies and uh, history. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, 
Guy was embarrassed. Bunny panel was verified as being bunnies. Verified a behavior, a hunting philosophy, and a theology. You know, religion, actually, not theology. It verified a religion. And you see me, you know, mixing up theology and religion like an idiot. Um, but the, the theology, theological study of religion assisted in proving that. The philosophical study of how these people behave was verified with the various, you know, with the panel, the various artifacts, and everything else that was collected and, uh, you know, recorded for that area. Without those two things, it would be very difficult to not only prove, but maybe even difficult to identify that panel as a bunny panel. It would be difficult to discuss, let alone verify, the human behavior within the tribe or tribes. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, tribes were intermingling all the time, depending on which tribes they were. Um, sometimes these, these panels would say, this is actually a great hunting area, you know. Uh, and uh, anyway, so I think I made my point. And, you know, it, 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 here's the other thing. Theology and philosophy also discount those pieces of crap that pretend to be archaeologists and just start spouting stupid shit like the Sphinx was really a, originally a dog. There's no theology, uh, you know, findings that prove that people worshipped set in that fashion. There's no philosophical findings that show that there was an entire empire based on worshipping set. And the only thing that these people have to go on is the idea that the Sphinx's back was cut in a certain way. You need these sciences to work together in order to prove and disprove key elements in the study of human behavior. And theology, in that respect, when properly used to determine facts, is a hard science. Philosophy is a hard science when examined for evidence of human behavior. Philosophy isn't just, oh, Nietzsche, Kant, uh, Socrates, they believed that humans did this, this, and this, or this, this, and this. Now, they are a part of philosophy in understanding how certain humans behaved in terms of listening to philosophers. They're also a philosopher, you know, philosophers also give us insight into how certain people thought and viewed the world, which also indicates human behavior. It's all in how you look at the facts. It's all in the facts that you take away from it. And yeah, if you don't use the, uh, the method to collect facts properly and method 
a, a method to collect facts properly is the definition of science. Very simple definition, very complex nuances. If you don't do it properly, you wind up as some sort of dumb fuck that says, the earth is flat and I have proof. Kubrick staged the moon landing. Or, uh, God, um, uh, that Pulitzer guy who isn't even Pulitzer. <laughs> he isn't even family Pulitzer. The Templars visited Oak Island. There's no philosophy, no theology, no archaeological evidence that prove any of those things. No, no science that proves those things. Now, you can use a study of philosophy to understand why somebody would believe that shit. Why would somebody believe that? Is there a medical ailment? Do they live in a culture that dictates this? Is there a denial culture? Is there a science? You know, all of this is philosophy. Denying science is a philosophy. Politics is a philosophy. They, they say, you know, you can, you can group it up as political science, but that's only for certain aspects of politics. When you determine how and why people vote, why are people so entrenched in knocking down the red or the blue or the white lever? Well, that's where you come across philosophy. And if you know how to read you know, facts into people's behavior, you could come up with some pretty strong statements and pretty strong facts and pretty strong realities of this group of people will never fucking vote for anybody that says anything other than this. That's a fact. It all comes from philosophical beliefs. And sometimes theological study will, will show religious beliefs and how people say, well, if, if they believe you're godless, there's nothing that's going to save you in their eyes. If you don't behave this way, you're not behaving in the way that they view religion. That's a result of a theological study. These are all hard facts. And when used properly, they're all hard sciences. So uh, that's how they work together. And if you don't understand how they're all sciences now or whatever, well, I, I don't know what to tell you. That's my fucking life for 15 years. You know, there are plenty of people that uh, refuse to believe facts, refuse to believe certain studies are actual sciences, refuse to accept certain forms of knowledge. And, uh, you know, we, we basically call them flat earthers. Whether or not they believe in fat, flat earth, that's because they choose to remain ignorant, as many flat earthers do. So, it's your decision. Your idea, you know, how do you, how do you take the information I give you? And i um, love to tell you more about the Athabascan issue. But that is hard into philosophy of uh, tribal movement, uh, tribal um, trade, uh, among other things, with sites that I'm not supposed to talk about. You know, I'm not even supposed to describe them. So, um, you know, this is... Uh, there are a lot of big things going on, and 
you can't resolve those questions without having an actual knowledge of how and why people think uh, and behave, uh, what they worship, why they worship, uh, whether or not they're environmental factors. Uh, before I go, let me suggest a very strong um, series called The Naked Archaeologist. Uh, he delves deep into philosophy, theology, uh, and then other sciences such as geology, you know, archaeology, anthropology, so, uh, you know, social and physical. And he has some pretty amazing uh, conclusions. You now, you may argue he's just a journalist, but um, you know what? Journalists and researchers created archaeology under Napoleon. They began the first few processes and understandings, uh, physical anthropology and archaeology, as Napoleon tried to conquer the world. He was basically the father of archaeology, although many people had, you know, studied human history. They didn't do it in the way that uh, Napoleon, uh, you know, laid out and, and the people who served under him laid out. And, uh, you know, so archaeologists really are just investigators. They use all of the tools on hand, math, geology, you know, theology, uh, philosophy, obviously archaeology, various forms of anthropology. Um, all those things on hand are tools. Every single study works together, well, even medical sciences, biological sciences. And uh, that's that's the truth of the matter. So a lot of people that go and specialize in just one aspect. They take an archaeology course. They don't understand anything about biology, geology, or anything else. But they're not going to go anywhere in life. Unless they get hired by one of those big conglomerates that bends over backwards and lets the oil and gas companies totally screw over uh, protected sites and uh, native, native history. Uh, that's where a lot of those people go because they don't understand how it all works together. Well, um, the naked archaeologist uh, understands how it works together in a lot of ways. And there are a lot of amazing theories he has, and a lot of amazing findings that he discusses. And uh, even when I don't agree with his theories, his application, thought process, investigation, is a prime example of how all of these, all of these uh, sciences work together. How theology, when viewed from the right perspective, in order to obtain facts about human behavior, same thing with philosophy, are hard sciences. You know, uh, obviously making shit up of, oh, the wind blows because of this philosophical reason and life doesn't matter. Obviously that shit is just poetry, right? But why did that person give poetry? That's, that's the philo philosophical question. Why did this person do this? Well, it turns out that they lived here and this disaster happened here and this happened there. You get a whole bunch of fucking facts. It's all on how you investigate and the method you use. Using the proper method to obtain facts is science. End of story. So, uh, yeah, I'm plugging 
Simka Yakubovich. Uh, he's absolutely fascinating. Oh, and uh, his favorite production so far is the Exodus Decoded. And, you know, it's, it, it, it has divided the archaeological and anthropological and theological, you know, and religious communities uh, almost right down the middle, uh, which is a sign of a good study. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's a pretty damn good presentation he made. I've seen counter-arguments. They tend to have a lot of holes in it. I tend to side with him. Uh, yeah, the Exodus Decoded is absolutely fascinating. It deals with theology. It deals with philosophy. Uh, it deals with archaeology, anthropology. And it's all about examining the religious record for the facts out of the religious record, determining how people interpreted them, why they interpreted them in a certain way. My God, that's, that's a perfect description of theology. Why did people interpret this event that they consider to be incredibly religious this way? That's perfect. Perfect example of theology in uncovering facts while also going into the historical record to see if that's true. And uh, it, it's, it's an amazing production. If you really want to know more, go look it up. Um, he, he does a you know, his show, Naked Archaeologist and the Exodus Decoded and a few other things are, are very wonderful examples of how sciences work together to give us answers. All the different fields, all the different scientific fields work together. And that's really how this world works. There is, you know, there are very few times where a scientific field is, in, is in, entirely separate from another field. And uh, I've gone on for way too long, so I'm going to shut it off. You have a wonderful day, and uh, take care.